the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Welcome to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And I come to give you what you need. Uh, It's been a lot of... Uh, craziness in the last week since I've been here, but I know what everyone needs. So today's topic is going to be the golden age of Hollywood. Are you team Cary Grant or Jimmy Stewart? Give me a call at 312. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I will shut uh, this thing off right now. <laughs> There's only one news I have story a backup. to talk about. <laughs> There's only one news story to talk about it, yep. but I'm going to give you the the different Charles take on the election, which is, you know, kind of hard because everybody's been talking about it. people who don't even know what election means has, has been talking about it. So what am I going to say that's different? Uh, a little bit. I don't know about how much. Maybe it's just the my I go to my go to's context and logic. But I do want you to give me a call at three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty six hundred and tell me what were your thoughts on the election? What how are you feeling? What do you think about the results, about the challenges, uh, what you learn and that kind of thing? I want to talk I've pretty much spend most of the second hour talking about that, because that's what I think people are not talking much about. But I guess talking we need to get out. the yeah, get the ugly out of the way. Well, um, I'll leave then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So while they're still counting, um, obviously they uh, the media has decided that it was time to name a president elect, and it is Joe Biden. Yeah, I was waiting for you to play a soundbite or some hand oh. clapping. Oh, hooray! Yeah, well, I, I was just going to leave it to you know. Yeah. So uh, well, um, you know, if you want something, here you go. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it'd be interesting uh, to get some different takes on the Joe Biden's yeah. tremendous run to the presidency. <laughs> and <laughs> his energetic and his energetic uh, and fully out in the public run for yeah. Right, right. It, it's it's um it's definitely well, um unlike anything that's ever happened before. Yeah. And Part of election, it is Corona and the mail-in, uh, mail-in ballot. Part yeah. of it is the, obviously Trump. And, uh, you know, there's a lot there to unpack. So I guess we start with the results. So Tuesday, 
those who went to bed went to bed thinking that uh, if they were if they were um, Biden supporters, they were in a little bit of trouble. Nobody thought anything was over, but they thought they were in a little bit of trouble. Uh, if they were Trump supporters, they uh, were feeling pretty optimistic. And then they woke up and they were like, what just happened? Got a lot closer during the night. Right. Got a lot closer between, you know, one thirty and 5 a.m. Eastern time. So that in itself was a little weird. And then it just kept going, right? As they went on day after day talking about it, the numbers just kept changing and they kept changing in one direction. Yeah, every state. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I got to start off. I guess I should go back a bit and say I'm not surprised. I should have told you, you asked if I had an eclipse. I should have said, hey, play the end of the show Sunday. Right. Because everyone I talked to, and I was talked about that on last week's show, uh, my four or five really active liberal friends and a bunch of conservatives. I called everybody because, you know, I asked a few people and they kept saying the same thing. I said, well, let me get some more results into a person until Monday morning. I think I was it election day in that morning. I got a couple people that said something different. But until then, everyone said landslide. Either Biden was going to get 350 or more or Trump was going to get 330 or more, no way he doesn't at least get more electoral votes than he did the last time. Yeah, I think we're both pretty sure it was going to be tight. Yeah, I said the only, I was on one other show early in that week, and I said the only guarantee, the prediction I'll make is that nobody gets 300. It's going to be that close. And they said I was crazy. And then last week I said, uh, (laughs) I went even further. They said, I said, what's the prediction? I ended the show saying my prediction is the courts are going to decide. Mm-hmm. We, we, we you are. still might get that on some level. <laughs> and here we are, yeah. Yep. Uh, Biden getting uh, Georgia and looking like he might get Arizona would, would, would change that a bit. But, I mean, the lawsuits are in, so it's still going to be some decision. Right. But I knew it was going to be close. And if you heard Jason Whitlock the other day on Tucker, his point was really, really good. He said that there was pretty much this election wasn't even Trump-Biden wasn't Democrat, Republican. It was hate love because you and I talked about this and said, no, I still haven't met anybody, even with the dancing in the streets, which I get to because I thought that was strange. I have yet to meet somebody that said, man, I love that Biden. Right. Everyone was either voting for Trump or against Trump for the most part. A few people like me was voting. You know, we were voting against the left or against Republicans, but most people were Trump's my guy. I'm voting for him. Or I hate Trump. I'm voting for him. So everything was about Trump. Nothing was about Biden. And uh, you would think if, if we could take the votes on their face. I could tell you that, one group that was uh, enthused about Biden. Uh, who? Yeah, I believe whatever union takes care of finishing basements. Uh, <laughs> if that was carpenters or... <laughs> Oh, uh, he came out of the basement a eventually, couple times. Eventually. He's like know, the groundhog. Get, get a cup of coffee Saw or something. Saw his shadow six more weeks of campaign. But here's the thing. We're going to get to, the, you know, what Trump is a legend and those things. But let's set that aside and assume that everything, every vote is completely clear and fine. There's still a problem because that means hate won. You know, the whole hate has no home, people. Brought out the pitchfork and went to go vote. It was a hate election. These people voted because they hated Trump. There is no sane person that would believe that the display you saw yesterday when 
the media outlets announced Biden officially as president uh, elect the outpouring in the streets. Nobody in their right minds would think that that is for Biden. That's not true. That's not true. Look back in the 90s and the 2000s. Look how hawkish he was. The Patriot Act and the crime crime bill of 1994. All these really good quality Republicanish things that he did. There's oh wait no oh, yeah Democrats Democrats yeah 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 we talking about the Democrats we yeah. talk about the we talking about the sixty year old ladies that die there here yeah right I stand corrected yeah 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 nobody not one that's if you said okay everybody in the streets here if if you don't hate Trump leave right if you just wanted to if you if you think uh, uh, what is he ninety eight a ninety eight year old senile man was your pick you get to stay. Right. If, the, if your vote had nothing to do with Trump, the cities would be clear. It would look like an apocalypse because no one voted for Biden. So this is not, you know, uh, you know, crying over spilled milk for Trump because we know how I feel about Trump. But the issue is that the, we cannot pretend that is a good thing that 70 million people went to the polls driven by hate. And that most of them spent the better part of the last three and a half years saying they're all about love. Love is love. We love love. All we need is love. Well, and also love that is they, the only thing that matters. And hate has no home. And also that they didn't really, you know, accept the previous elections results, which makes the oh, yeah, calls yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Uh, respecting these uh, a little bit. Yeah, because they are telling the people uh, to suck it up and just uh, accept it. The people have spoken, but they never accepted it, yeah, right? The numbers are the numbers this year. Right. People were saying, he's not my president. I still get not my president. But they're like, oh, what are you going to do? Say that, that Biden's not your president? Well, if yeah, because it. Kamala Harris will be our president. <laughs> then there's that. <laughs> Sorry but, to me to um, jump the shark on that one. Yeah, well, so I think people need to take a moment first. There's a lot of things, a lot of ways to look at this. But... I think we need to take some stock of how dark this really was, because it'd be different if Biden, I mean, Trump, whatever you think about him, he was running. Biden was running, you know, like the enthusiasm behind Obama or something like we like this guy. We like his policies. We like what we believe, even though it wasn't policy was because he was black. But we like this guy. We want this guy to get as good versus evil. Whatever. You just suck it up. You lost. Whatever. But that's not what this was. Right. This was, you know, I'm mad. I, I'm, you know, I'm punching this butt button with anger because we're right? settling with, for the other guy. Right. I don't. And we can tell you what Biden did. Remember, when they talked about Trump and Trump saying I can shoot someone in Fifth Avenue and my supporters will stand behind me. And it's like, yeah, those people are just that dumb. And then they turned around, not because they, <laughs> they have no humility and said, well, we don't care what Biden did. Well, this woman said he raped. I don't care. Someone wrote an article saying if he raped me, I would still vote for him because that's how bad Trump is. Yeah, in there she said she believed his accuser. Yeah, yeah, and it still doesn't matter. So keep that in mind, and then we talk about the rest of the election issues after the break. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. I am your host, Sean Thompson. Fingers crossed. Sean from Elmwood Park. 
Yes, in the voice of Mike Gallagher. Um, Charles Love here. And we were talking election, but, you know, trying to point out some things because I know you've been inundated with it nonstop. But, you know, trust me, stick with me. There'll be some twists and turns and some some opinions. And you get to call in and voice your opinion. 312-642-5600 and tell me what you think um, about the results about the challenges, which is uh, a topic I'm going to come up with uh, and discuss a little bit further shortly about the future and things of that nature. We have someone here on line one, a good buddy, Jim from South Elgin, who wants to give his thoughts on the election results. Hey, Jim. Well, good evening. Very interesting times, and I'm telling my liberal friends to uh, chill until it's officially certified. There's been a lot of... It's been certified, CNN. I just saw it a minute ago. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, CNN, the Clinton News Network. Anyways, you know, there's all these stories of pictures of uh, people sitting outside these poll booths and trucks and vans pulling up and bringing out of ballots, and uh, one was on a wagon. There was another lady who was doing a Facebook Live, and she was talking about 130 ballots came in through the back door or something. And there's, a, there's some other shenanigans, too, and they've actually already re- reversed some of these counties because of this glitch in the voting. So I think we're going to let the Trump do his homework. But also, I want people to understand, you know, Biden's going to reverse, you know, should he unfortunately win, uh, wants to reverse Trump's uh, policies. Well, for example, the Paris Accord, you know, a lot of people don't realize that it was going to allow these other countries to keep on doing things that they currently do, but we would have to stop now, but they had another 13 years to, to keep on polluting, so to speak. And it puts us behind the eight ball. You know, and there's a lot of problems, plus with the fact that we're energy independent. You know, we don't have to sit there and get foreign uh, oil from people, and we can keep our own oil and sell it and make money. And a lot of people, you know, are working more because of Trump. And it's really sad that the media is so dishonest that they keep on yeah. pumping these ideas, Trump's a racist and blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. the biggest problem with the media. You're right, uh, which makes it uh, all the more interesting to see. Another, well, of the many factors is to see how they will react to a president, uh, Biden, should he win. It would be really interesting, right? Because what do they do? E- either way, it's interesting. If they decide to, well, hell, Trump's gone. Let's just act normal. Do the whole George Costanza after he quit and he showed up to work the next day? If they just show up to work the next day and act like real journalists, so you think nobody's going to look around, whoa, 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 what are you doing, right? We would notice that. Or do they try to overcorrect by being hard on poor Joe, right? It's going to be interesting to see how they approach that. But, well, uh, poor Joe, uh, won't be poor Joe for too much longer, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be the Kamala show. Well, thanks, Jim. Uh, thanks Thank for you. the call. And uh, we're going to go go into the uh, other issues. But first, somebody wants to break up the election talk to discuss fashion. So I want to go to Dave, uh, wherever he is on line two. That's what I call him, Dave from line two, who wants to talk about some fashion stuff. Hey, Dave, welcome to the Liberty Hour. Does Dave not want to ask his question? Uh, President. I wish I'm Hello? Hey, Dave. Oh, hey, Dave. <laughs> yeah, hey, Oh, Charles. I'm, I'm Dave, sorry. too. What's your question? <laughs> um, I have a fashion comment. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the election... I don't think the election is over. I, uh, I, I'm not willing to concede, but I'm thinking of a T-shirt, like, for three months from now that says, 
this is not my underage girl fondling, election-stealing Chinese premier. What do you think? <laughs> I think you would um, sell out of them like hotcakes, but I would not be one of the ones buying one. It's a little wordy. <laughs> it was, it's a little wordy. <laughs> In hindsight, we needed to offer a $5,000 reward to uh, postal workers uh, that that uh, record evidence of... Uh, misdirecting ballots, and we need a $1 million reward to evidence that would overturn a presidential election in the state. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the fashion tip and a big, a little pointer for the future, Dave. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, he mentioned postal workers, and I'm going to um, tell you about a crazy trip I took yesterday because I wasn't thinking through it and what I saw, which is interesting. But first, I like this one. So I want to go to line one, go to Ron. Uh, he has um, a something that needs to be done in the next three years. Ron, welcome to the Liberty Hour. I think they had three years. No. Go ahead. Well, well, he, he oh, had, had, oh, he I thought you said, oh, said they had three years to come up he with. He okay. had three years to come up with an alternative health care plan. Now, fortunately, mm-hmm. I, I, I have private health insurance. But, you know, we, and you have to be concerned about other people. And I do, I did read with 300,000 people would lose uh, coverage under the uh, ACA. But, I mean, he, he did not. Then lastly, uh, any time that you disagree with people, I think it was the football player, you call them SOBs. But, see, we, 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 what we did was just lower our standards. So, you know what? It's over. He got his butt kicked. And that, that's that's it, okay? So uh, okay. it's a new can I, can I interrupt okay? you? Can I ask you a question? Sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you so, can say what so, you want to say. Oh, oh, so what do you think happens? Though? What, what is your vision outside of the personality? What do you think we get from a Biden administration? Well, I think it, I think it's at least some civility. And, and I think it will be. And certainly, I mean, some of the pro... I don't agree. Uh, and actually... I, I don't even uh, usually typically vote for Democrats. I remember voting for John McCain, but 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 uh, I, I think it'll be more of a moderate. But at least we can do things in a civil manner. All this name calling, childish type of hate. Oh, I get that. that I, I want to move. Trump. I want to move. I want to move beyond that. We can't have it both ways. We can't say he was bad. Want to move on for it, and then we want to keep talking about him. Okay, fine. Okay, so, well, okay, I, but I'm asking. Yeah, but I'm asking, what are we going to get policy-wise? We, I, we, 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 we will get policy. better policies. We'll get like better what? policies. That's like it. what? First of all, as I mentioned, in terms of health care, but for health care, we're going to get the Affordable Care Act? Because cause well, we got and, that. And so cause, cause, work, cause, cause but we have that because Trump never repealed it. The Republicans are feckless and they never came up with an alternative. Which you he, stated, which okay. you accurately stated in your question. So what is Biden going to give you that you don't already have from a health care standpoint? If nothing else, you'll keep it. This guy has been has been talked about getting rid of it, but, but he but, hasn't come but, up with but, an alternative but, plan. So you have it, right? Right. Oh, okay. And, 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 just, and if we keep it, checking. that's good enough for me. All right, then. So, so you like to Good stay? Long as we got rid of him. Long as okay. his, his ass is out of here. Okay? Well, That's good. Right. Thank you, Ron. Have a good one. There's no ambiguity there. 
Proving sure. my point, though, he did everything yeah. I say. He, I didn't vote for Biden. Yep. You know, I voted against Trump. Yep. Well, give me a policy. Uh, it doesn't matter. We'll have civility. Give well, me a and policy. And okay, uh, we'll have the thing we already have. We'll have the health care. Uh, okay. okay, well, yeah, you know, there are things that Biden has mentioned. Like, uh, what, what does he say? He phrases it, um, a robust public option. Um, so, okay, so you get government-funded health care. Okay. Yeah, there you, you go. Mm-hmm. Single he payers, what they want. That. I, I think that's indicative. That call is indicative of a lot of voters who are saying, okay, we need a better option because they've been told repeatedly on all these media sources that this is being done away with and this is being, you know, gutted. Right. And this is being the only thing that was gutted in relation to the ACA was right. Medicaid and Medicare in order to pay for it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, there really is. And the penalty. He got rid of the penalty. That's right. Well, we got, yeah, we got rid of the, uh, the uh, what is that? Well, how, how would you phrase that? indentured uh, consumerism <laughs> like right. it, it literally buy. it's the a tax when we need it to be legal over here yeah. it's a fee mm. when we need it to be legal over there and so yeah. i just yeah I, uh, there's a lot of demagoguery when it comes to uh you know just sort of uh but, but i like to hear from everyone and i and, and i'm i'm hoping someone could call in and say give me something whether they agree with me or not but give me something that proves Something I said was wrong because I'm, I'm I'm looking like a, a genius over here. And I don't like that, so I need somebody to prove something. Prove, ne- neither I need like somebody that. to call up and say that I'm a Biden voter and I voted just because I love Biden, not Kamala, not hate for Trump, not policies. Biden is the guy. I've been wanting him to be president from the other seven times he ran, and I'm glad that he got a shot that time. You're you, looking for you, the you, person walking around with the six different Biden pins that are four yeah, years apart. Every, yeah, you come to the front of the line three one two six four two fifty six hundred. If you can call in and tell me all the wonderful things that you love about Joe Biden. But keep calling. Let me know what you think about the results. The happy days are here again, or you're lamenting what's going on, or it's bad for the country. Whatever you believe, just give us a call, and we'll talk more about the election on the other side. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. Do you have any fraud music you can play for me? Because <laughs> that is our next topic. Because obviously people have been saying, you know, you know, if this goes through, this is not done yet because, as you know, Trump is holding fast with the fact that uh, there's been some shenanigans going on. And he wants to get, get to the bottom of them. So, again, give me a call at 312-642-5600 and let me know if you think that uh, this election was rife with election fraud. Um, so does the fraud exist? And more importantly, can it be proven? That's kind of the key, isn't it? Yep, because I would uh, agree with a few people out there who say, of course, there's fraud because there's fraud in every election. Uh, The people who say that there is no fraud has never been an issue and this is just a a Republican talking point is stupid. Uh, Now, they could be wrong by how much, but how could they know for a fact that there's never any fraud, especially since people have been arrested over the years and and found guilty of committing election fraud? Right. And to those people on just this year um, in New Jersey and that, but, yep, but those people who, who don't think that you have to prove it, um, 
you know, say, oh, no, all the, you know, the public just needs to be aware of it, and that'll be, okay, you can ask anybody in this country, is Illinois corrupt? Everybody knows they're corrupt. You can ask anybody in this state, who runs this state? Who's the most corrupt running for, it's Madigan. I, 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 this is all public knowledge. That doesn't mean anything. He won by you, five. By, 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 how much? Yes. He won, <laughs> he won at all. Yep. That's that's the point. And so, yep. yeah, you, yes, it's good to have the public aware of these things. But you do have to be able to prove it. You have to be able to leverage things like the uh, the comment bribes and you know people being bought out of uh, criminal you know sexual assault charges and stuff like that. And it's just all of that stuff eventually will link together if you keep looking. But, but that but, uh, is how you prove it. But but I'm trying to wrap my mind around the mindset because it's all about logic. Not for now, most. Now, tr- not, right, for me. Yeah. Not for most people. So Trump supporters, believe me, I'm not calling Trump a racist, so do not call up and say that Charles needs to get off the air. He calls Trump a racist. But many people have been calling Trump a racist for the last few years, right? Yes. And when Trump supporters say, well, what has he done? Their argument is, look, I'm not saying the guy, I don't know for sure whether the guy is racist. All I know is he says some things that, that feel kind of racist to me. And he seems to imply and with a wink and a nod, these, you know, dog whistle comments to the white supremacist saying it's A-OK so to be a white supremacist. Could term. Right, right. It's uh, still dumb because they can hear it. Right. That's yes. what gets me. Right. So so they say he must be racist because. You know, even though I may not see him do anything, the conversation feels racist. Well, and other and, people have said he's racist, and the news says he's racist. Right, right. And and the people who support him, some of them are, are racist, therefore. And that makes no sense, but, you know, but if but to them it makes sense. That's a totally good defense. So at least be consistent and say then... I don't think it makes sense to them no. as much as they are willing to simply go with that. They're willing okay. to be that disingenuous just simply for the, That's you know, fine. the so confirmation bias it. advantage. Yeah. So if they want to go with it, I then say, okay, let's make everything fair and equal. Yeah. So if we can say Trump is a racist based on the, the little bit of evidence you give me, yep. because of his actions and the way you feel it looks, then can I say, or Trump supporters, or any rational person say, I'm not saying you're trying to steal an election. I didn't say that. I don't have any proof. I don't know. But I will say that the way you're acting implies you're trying to steal an election. Oh, yeah, it certainly does. Right. I mean, if you're going to cover up the windows so I can't see what you're doing, that kind of implies that you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Maybe all above board. But the fact that you covered the windows made me think that maybe it wasn't. Yeah, and you wouldn't let certain people in. Yeah, all that kind of yeah, stuff. And all that. Yeah, but then it shady. goes beyond that because it all <laughs> depends on what. And we have to, you know, we got to let them make their case first, right? Because I don't know what their approach is. There is a case to be made just for a general, um, you know, a general love, right? That people should have of like triple checking things, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. in life. Never mind mm-hmm. elections, but in elections well, that's for why sure. Some, don't, don't some states have when it's within a certain percentage, they just automatically recount? They do, and I think Wisconsin or Michigan, one of the two, is going into one of those automatic recounts. Right. Um, other states so like Georgia. So for one in a state that doesn't have one doesn't yeah. make me crazy, like right? The Georgia Senate race, I think, or one of the congressional races is going into a uh, runoff, you know, and that's mm-hmm. a good system. You don't want somebody right. getting 30% of the vote and winning. But right. when you look at, just generally, if you care, if you're just going to vote because somebody told you it was cool or because, like, 
Puff Daddy said so. Or He's stealing my thunder. Whatever. That's fine. But but if you're going to vote because you care, um, I'll let you have the thunder. But but if, <laughs> if you're if you're going to vote because you care, you should want those checks in place. You should want to know. You should always assume that something is wrong. Right? Well well yeah, but but but, but okay, let's 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 you know separate some of this here. What is voter fraud? Right? Because yeah. there's more than one way to do it. Oh, so that's now. what I mean by when they sued, it depends Especially this year. <laughs> it depends on what they're saying, right? Yes. So I say there's Voter fraud. Okay, let's see if we all agree. Call call me, 312-642-5600, and say I'm wrong if you disagree with these things being voter fraud. Yeah. Is allowing someone who is ineligible to vote voter fraud? Yes. Is signing Mickey Mouse up in Nevada six years ago voter fraud? Yes. Right. Um, is is having your dead grandmother fill right. in, fill in ballot for How about duplicate? See, this year twice. that's an interesting question, right? Because I know a couple of states have provisions. So if you sent in an early vote, ballot and you go vote on election day they're supposed to take your vote from election day and discard the early vote ballot now what sort of faith do you have that that's actually happening some take both and take the most recent take the in person and put it in a provisional and count it based on whatever but that's what i'm saying we don't know but we all agree that if you vote twice that's voter fraud right i would think so See, I would hope so, so anyway. Right. So we have, so we have to see what type of voter fraud there is to dictate whether you know it's happening and on whether it's happening on a large scale. More when we come back. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM five sixty. The answer. You lie. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling three one two. Six four two fifty six hundred. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And when we left, we were talking about voter fraud and all the different flavors. It's like Bresler's. Baskin Robbins, which one? Um, and I think I left off with duplicates, right? Because yes. I got a few more. I got a couple calls. Give us a call at 312-642-5600. Maybe you have an experience with a unique type of voter fraud. But um, how about negating valid votes? Yeah. All right. Which is one of the things people were complaining about, you know, accusing anyway in Arizona. Right. I put it in a machine. The machine didn't take it because of the Sharpie kind of deal, whatever. Then we get into some crazy like, how about just, you know, I'm feeling bold. I'm in all blue area. I know nobody's going to say anything to me. Discarding ballots, which leads us to the madness of you probably know because you, you, you pay attention to what's going on. But so many people don't know about this unless they live in a state where they have it. But how many of you have heard about ballot harvesting? So the short version is ballot harvesting allows you to vote and have someone come and pick up your vote for you and drop it off. Right. Directly to the trash. It's, no, I'm kidding. It's, but, it's election. It's Uber elections is basically <laughs> right. what it That's is. What it so is. Uber eats slash ballot. Listen to this. Think about the last time you got in an Uber or the time before that. And, and just picture that guy or that lady responsible for our democracy. Yep. Okay. 
That's it. I mean, what's the worst thing? It's a third party. Uh, so it's not like just having your cousin come over, signing off that your cousin can come pick up your ballot. Yeah, it's I'm a third party. Sure, they're politically totally unbiased, and they're not right. going to rip open your envelope and see who you voted for and egg your house later because it was the wrong person. And I, and I teased this in an earlier segment. I was waiting for the frost. So I want to tell you. So yeah. my bad trip. So my wife and I wanted to go to this store. To uh, It's a, like a specialty store. If, yeah, it's a little far walk, but it was really nice here. It was like in the 70s, so it was Yankee good for a walk. So we, so we got, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you because then I'll sound like the elitist. I'm not. But we were going right. to a store. Yeah. And uh, so. Well, where say, you're can, at, it's hard not to seem like an elitist if you go to anything local. So Can I finish? I'm sorry. <laughs> so she's like, um, yeah. So she said, uh, we've been saying we were going to go there. It's nice outside. Let's walk over there. And I'm like, but, uh. It's so it's on Fifty Seventh Street, and don't we have to? She's not thinking about it. Ah, shut up and let's walk. So we're walking. I'm like, this is yesterday when because we hear all these noises outside because we're not watching the news. Like, why are people making noise? Yeah. And we find out, you know, the whole Biden's supposedly president elect thing. So we're walking and we walk to this specialty store. So where we live, we're about four blocks from Trump Tower. So as we walk, all the streets are blocked off. So we can only get so close. And gotcha. then we have to take a detour or whatever. So we do our thing. We go to the store. We're leaving to go back. And I walk out. And it's, it's a Saturday, 2 o'clock. Male lady is walking toward me. Full uniform. Pushing the little cart they have with the stick on it. Wearing stickers that said, out now, from the anti-Trump rally. Well, it's good to know they're anti-biased. You know, <laughs> we, 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 we wouldn't want... Um Anybody handling these materials that, that might have a, a personal interest. God, no. Or any sort we of motivation. But doesn't that bring you back also to just the basic point that so many people miss, which is no matter what institution you're looking at, it's people. Whether it's a company or, yeah. or whatever, it's people. People yeah. suck. Well, they that's why I do. get into people, the argument about system. I was like, the system's not racist. The people in the system are racist. fail to recognize their own you know, prejudices, and it just, people suck. we, yeah. we got to stop putting people in charge of things. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> Dogs do really well at my home security. I think we could try them out for a number of things. Not intentionally, but whoever was in the studio before me left CNN on, and I don't know where the remote is. Oh. And, and, and it says, misinformation watch in bold. Misinformed through oh, social man. media, Trump supporters challenge elections. So Trump support, supporters are misinformed by social media, which may be true, yet Biden supporters aren't misinformed by everything else. Right. Well, you know what? I Speaking of social media, I saw on Facebook a couple of times, you know, they give you these sort of uh, unsolicited life advice between uh, the stories on your news feed. Yeah, and, I, I really one appreciate of them, that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're really helpful. Uh, one of them, uh, it, it was the day after the election. And it said uh, elections are, or it said the recounts and lawsuits are a normal process, uh, are a normal part of the process. Uh, you know, ballots are counted and they're checked and they're double checked and, uh, you know, non-biased people are on hand. And it's like, mm -hmm. this is really just propaganda to say, hey, just shut up and, and sit down and take it and, and don't question anything. And But if you tweeted the opposite or put it on Facebook, they would block it. Yes, because now so that there's false, not, misleading information. Well, now that there's not a campaign active, they can't be charged with trying to, you know, influence the campaign by people who might care. Right? They they're just okay. Well, we're just going to go about our business now, and our business is telling you that your ideology is wrong. That is true. When we come back, I'm not done. I got the w things that you really may disagree. Some unorthodox things, but things I think are still voter fraud. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM five sixty. The answer.
is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. Voter fraud. Even though it's a fallacy and it doesn't exist, there's ways to do it. <laughs> no, but there's, I mean, it's never happened, but there are ways if somebody was, you know, sinister and had a plot, they could probably do it. We talked about a couple. Yeah, I think uh, if it was 1960, you could probably get away with stuffing a bunch of ballot boxes in Cook County to elect Kennedy. Right, right. So you also either you you say, what do you feel like doing? Do you feel like throwing some ballot ballots in the garbage, or do you want to add some ones that aren't even valid? It's just math. Are we doing pluses or minuses tonight? (laughs) All right, here are the ones. I'm going to leave you with a couple, then we'll be out of here to the next hour. But some some things that you may have to think about. Say, hmm, I guess I can see why he says that. But no, I don't think of that when I think of uh, voter fraud. How about early voting? Why is that fraud? It's all legal. Everybody knows. Because when you vote nine months in advance, and then you find out the guy you voted for is an axe murderer, what do you do with that vote? As a person who works in media, can I just pray for that election cycle? <laughs> that would be the best, <laughs> easiest sound bits ever. You know, there is something to be said for the fact that, uh, you know, the Constitution says the election's supposed to happen on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. Nobody does that a pesky little Constitution. I know. Get out of here with that. I understand. But this is the Liberty Hour. We've at least read it, even right. if we don't remember it. And think so, about it. You want to bring up the Constitution. <laughs> the Constitution says who makes the voting laws. Right. The state, States. right? So... They're not going to be the same, but what happens when the state makes a law, and that's constitutional, and then the county say, I don't know, Cook, Wayne, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, say, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Isn't that not following the law, voter fraud? Because that was one of my other ones. I think If you're not following the law, uh uh-huh. In 2000. Yeah. So there's ways for this to happen, and I think a lot of these happen in different degrees. The question is... If Trump is down in a given state, 20,000, one, did that adjust the votes by more than 20,000? And if so, can you prove it? Right. Right? It, it glitches. Like how about glitches? That's a new, we never talked about that before. How about glitches? Well, yeah, and how many unintentional and intentional glitches? We use so much technology now that it's just, I mean, you, and, and if you think about it, people are like, oh, you know, let's vote online, let's vote online. And you talk about how that's not secure. Okay, well, you bank online, everything else. I'll tell you what's not secure, a a machine with firmware on a removable card that sits in a warehouse unsupervised for three years Mm. and then gets wheeled out and charged up and plugged in, and they put these cards in them, and they go, okay, these are good to go. No. I got two more. I'm going to save those for when Patrick joins us, but I got one more for you. I got one more here for you. No, I got one more. So... So how about this? Here's an interesting one. Unique for 2020. This is a special version just for 2020. Ooh, right? We're all going to die. COVID, we're going to die. COVID, you're going to die. Trump's a super spreader. Trump's a super spreader. Die, die, die. Election day. CDC says it's safe to vote even if you're sick with COVID. Of course it is. Of course it is. Democracy is an antiseptic, my friend. <laughs> Uh-huh. See, that's a version. You tell, you, you're in, in a roundabout way encouraging people to vote. Well, you're the it, CDC. It's not your job to encourage people to vote. Right. And it would have been your job to, you know, it's an appropriate role for the CDC to say, okay, there's no reason to be scared of going out to vote. Right. But on that same token. You should have said should, that when they were pushing mail. Yes. Should you also be saying, 
it's okay to go to the grocery store and right. go to a work. restaurant and go to work and oh, no, oh, go back. have your we- business open. Right, but um, when the Democrats said we must mail in ballots because it's unsafe, the CDC should have said no. It no, is safe to go vote, ballots. kick rocks. But they didn't because they were doing their version as much as they could to, you know, toy with the election. Well, or push their agenda. You know, six on one hand. So <laughs> coming up, we have Patrick Brutus, our frustrated Democrat, to talk more about his take on the election and more fraud. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. But wait, there's more. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Welcome to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And as per usual, Hour 2... I am joined by the frustrated Democrat Patrick Brutus. And so first I want to say welcome, Patrick. But I need to do a wellness check because I've been watching you, the, you on Facebook. And you seem a little beyond <laughs> frustrated. Hey, Charles. Hey, McBath. Hey, Chicago. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for um, asking and checking in on me. I'm fine. I'm just really pissed off. Um, <laughs> That's fair. I use that word. I, I'm, not, I'm not happy with the results. Uh, and let me tell you why, real quick, Charles, before we get into a series of uh, conversation on the, on the topic. Uh, let me tell people why I'm not happy with the results. I'm not happy with the results because the results are not real. Okay? They're not real. This is a complete fake uh, election result. This is not really what happened. And, you know, I like to call balls and strikes down the middle, Right. And so people think, oh, you know, he's just, you know, going through therapy right now live on Facebook because he's a Trumper and this and that and that and this. And he's unhappy with the results, except the results. Uh, You know, whether or not I voted for Trump is my own personal business, but I'm not happy with the results because they're not real. This is fraudulent to the theme of tonight's, you know, program. This is a fraudulent election. (laughs) These are fraudulent results, fraudulent votes. It's. It's, and, and, and the mainstream media wants us to accept it because they themselves have conditioned, you know, America to believe this is really a legitimate result. It's not. It's not. And what happened? Uh, was it last night where Joe Biden uh, claimed victory? Mm-hmm. Um, that was the most uh, theatrical thing I've seen since I saw Wag the Dog. <laughs> Well, this is the last piece I want to say about the fraud. You know, I want to go to other things. And it's not that I said it was. I was starting off by pushing back against the people that made it seem like it's impossible, which is foolish. They're children. If you're going to act like it's impossible for there to be voter fraud ever, that's silly. 
But, well, here's, you know, here's, like, like, like yeah. Macbeth and I were talking, it's like, it's what you can prove. Because my views on what happened, I don't know if you agree or not, but they skew more towards just having common sense and tell me, does this make sense, right? So, and it may not be, I mean, you need to, the things we mentioned before, you need to investigate because you need to find out about. But I look at it kind of like, okay, like I hear a lot of people, I don't remember if you said that because you, you, you had a barrage. I mean, I mean, dude, but yeah. a lot of people were saying, you know, Biden can't, is not popular at all. So how could he get more votes than, than, uh, than Obama, who everybody loved? And I get, I get the point. Of course, you could say their argument will be, well, it's eight years later. More people are over 18 now. More people, all this other stuff, which could be true. But what seems weird to me is that he only overperformed where he needed to. So I don't care about the fact that he got 70 somehow. He could have 147 million. I want to know why he got about, you know, a, a sensible, based on population growth, percentage of the vote, whether he won it in, in, in Massachusetts, where he won big, or California, or whether he lost because it's a red state. But he got the same amount of votes you would expect him to get. But only in these so seven Char- states did he get way more votes than you would have expected him to get. Charles, they are, calm, they are, they are saying that he got like, he is saying that they are saying there was a 90% turnout in this. See, country. I was going to get to that. That is, that is impossible. Not possible. Your point about... It's not possible. But to your point about, like, okay, maybe there's a new demographic of voters who were 14 before, now they're 18, they're eligible. Well, you know, we could also look back and say, four years ago, where was that youth vote? Two years ago in the 2018 election cycle, where was that youth vote? Youth vote traditionally is less than 5%. Local, national. Look across the board. Millennials do not vote. Okay? And that's just... Plain and simple. America is a uh, is a country where voters who are over thirty five to eighty vote. That's who are the faithful voters. And also, the boomers so, are are getting to be elderly, and and some are passing. Not to be too morbid about it, but but there's a lot of there's a huge generation there born between you know early forties and say nineteen sixty, who yeah, might not be voting cycle, anymore. Right, and it's back in in this cycle. Now we're seeing facts come out that there were. A lot of people who were born in 1900 that were <laughs> voting in this uh, election cycle. Well, God okay? bless them. That's that's really fortuitive or uh, uh, yeah, yeah, stick-to-itiveness there. Right. So this but is impossible. 120 so years and still going Wait, strong. Let's go back to your turnout thing because that's what you know the turnout thing is important because you know uh, some compelling. people. Some people don't really pay attention to it and understand when you say 89. They're like, but that's a good thing. But you need to understand. That you're talking about record. Obama was a, a transitional, you know, a transcending history, history making, world shattering uh, candidate. Right. And that turnout, forget about the number of people, because that would be the t- challenge to what, with me playing devil's advocate, seeing what they would say, well, there's more people. Percentage. Let's look at the percentage. Wisconsin, the highest they ever got was for Obama, and it was 73. I was going to say, you're going to tell me Biden's 16% better? It's usually 45 to yeah. 60. This, right. This is why it so 73 was breaking records on top of records. And then he beat that not by one or two percent. He beat it by 16. Or how about the Listen. fact that more people voted than were registered to vote? And every state doesn't have. I know Illinois goes, but we have same day registration. Every state doesn't. Remember, Macbeth and I said that the, the laws, the election laws are made by state. So they state vary. State. Every state doesn't have same day registration. So how if you have 10 million registered voters, did, did 11 million people vote? See, that's why this hashtag, this steal is real, is 
unbelievable. I got one for you, though. I got one for you. I hate to cut you off, but I always got to give somebody something. You know, my goal is always to give you something that nobody else can say. You've been listening to all the talking heads for a week, all the pros, watching the TVs. Here's one. I don't know if anyone else has said it, but I've been looking at Twitter. I haven't really been listening to anything. I haven't heard anybody say this. You tell me if you heard this. The turnout percentage is a good one. I got a better one. Because... If you're doing this fairly, you have no way. You're not even you're feeding ballots through. You're not watching people when they vote, right? right. You're just making sure they stick it in. Mail-in ballots, you just count them. You're not, you know, now I can mm-hmm. buy the whole some counties are right. slower, so the blue county, whatever. But this is my thing because, you know, full disclosure, Patrick and I were doing a show on election night. So you'll remember this. And I said on election night, and it comes out, and this is one thing everybody agrees with because we'll get to the crazies on the left who are mad about it, but that – Trump, after being called a racist for four years, had a higher percentage of non-white votes. Do we all agree on that? Did. Everybody, yeah. agree, even the left agrees, right? That's why they're mad. But here's the thing that's so shocking. Are you all ready for this? So Wayne County, I broke them down at night. So Wayne County, mm-hmm. you know, Milwaukee County, all this. Let's take Wayne County and Detroit. So this is the math that shocks me more than anything else I've heard. This is what shocks me. So Trump's a racist. He's going to get a small percentage of black votes. That's cool. That makes sense. But in 2016, he got like 22% of the, black, uh, of the vote in Wayne County, right? So with 10% in, he was trending for, uh, 30 some low 30s. With 20%, right. he, he was around 30%. 50% in, he was around 30%, right? These are the same d- Democrats and same mostly black voters, right? It's a random sample. Some, you know, when they come in, boom, 31%, 29%, 31%, 50%, 60% in. With 65% in, he's around 30%. Then they do the drop. And he's getting between five and ten. How is that physically possible? So all night yeah, well, he's been trending thirty percent of of the minority vote, thirty percent in general. He was getting thirty percent of this dark, deep blue uh, county. He was getting thirty percent, and now you count the last three hundred thousand. He's getting between five look, and ten. Look, look, look! It's easier to count Democratic votes when the lights are off. Okay. <laughs> It's just a matter of convenience. You shouldn't read anything into it. The Wouldn't cameras and lights go off. the same percentage of Wayne County? Look, look you at Cook County. So. The same, give or take 2 or 3%. I give you that. But it's not like it's just going to drop by 15%. Even if it was two classes of vote. Even if it was like absentee and, and mail-in. And right, it's still going to be the same trend. You're going to be within right. a few percentage points. Right. And now you're talking about, you know, we counted 100,000, he got 2,000. That's not possible. Right. If you're going to cheat that way, at least cheat the trend. Right. They don't even cheat the trend. Right. They just cheated blatantly and dropped like, what, 300 Democratic votes from all demographics. And that's why that number went down. It's totally unbelievable. But have you heard anybody and, and, say that, though? I've heard no, people say no, all no, the no, other no. things. Nobody said that's the that's the thing. I don't but see the problem. It still goes back to Trump losing because you can't prove it. Common sense says there's no way, you know, 900,000 people voted in this county. The first 800,000, he got 30% of the vote. The last 100, he got 2%. Not physically. It's like rolling the dice and getting six 80 times in a row. But you can't prove that's it. How, that's, how, that's how blatant they were. But and you how can't because they know you they can't it. prove it. And they have the media on their side. And the media is going to say yep. there's nothing to see here. And and just like the way they're treating the Trump supporters on uh, CNN right now, that's what the, the Democrat and the Biden supporters really are like. We believe anything you say. Back in a moment, you with Patrick Brutus. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. I don't know what we're yelling about! This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Liberty Hour. Here discussing election results and takeaways from the election with Patrick Brutus, the frustrated Democrat. Yep, so Patrick? Yep, yep, frustrated still. Yep. Still frustrated. Almost almost a pissed Democrat. Almost pissed. But hey, okay. Real, real, I think he's pissed. Real quick, Charles, Charles, Charles before you um, ask me my next question, and believe me, I want to get into whatever you're going to talk about because I know we got hot topics here, but I just want to say real quick two things. Number one, uh, the music. I love when, I'm, when my segment comes on and it's under pressure. Um, thank you very much, Macbeth, for playing that Queen David Bowie uh, jam because it's really relevant tonight in where we are with our country. We're under pressure right now to accept the unbelievable. And number uh, 1A, I need mm-hmm. you offline to let me know the song title of that song that we just came into. And number two. It's Leonard Cohen. I don't remember oh, the name of it, but I'll, I'll check okay. your text. Thanks. Number two, Charles, uh, to your point earlier about the popularity of Joe Biden, clearly the most popular campaigns in our lifetime in the modern era have been Bill Clinton, Re-election in 1998, I believe, uh, 1996. Yeah. That was yeah. a very popular uh, campaign where you know the vote totals were off. Clinton Gore he got like 380 electoral votes. Right, Clinton Dole. No, I'm just saying. I mean, he. I mean, he was really popular then. And then we had Reagan right. in eighty. Reagan eighty four. Uh, in eighty four, his re-election was off the charts. And then we're talking about Obama in his first campaign that was right. astronomically off the charts. And so the, the blatant steel fraud and uh, cognitive dissonance that Joe Biden, who couldn't have any rallies that were enthusiastically shown on television, they only showed a close-up shot. You had to go to Twitter to see the circles. Um, no energy. This guy's falling apart before our eyes. And he had a very weak, uh, you know, hysterically uncontrollable, James Bond villain laughing, vice presidential co-running mate. Um, Do you think some America, of that is down to their, their just sort of generally, I mean, if you think about the people who would be voting for Biden, they were probably people who were more likely to be more concerned about, uh, you know, the scare tactics with the million, pandemics? Not 80, not 80 million. Fair enough. And the, and, not 80 million. Yeah, Trump, that's and, Trump, and Trump's two elections are obviously easily in the category of the most popular people to run for president in measuring the excitement and enthusiasm of the campaigns that we've seen in American history. Trump's two campaigns, remember 62 and a half million people was already a Republican record. And then now he's got 71 million. And, and I think we have to measure that in terms of excitement, comparing Obama, comparing Clinton to number two and Reagan number one. Joe Biden does not fare in that category. It just no. doesn't. Not no. the way American politics is, is uh, constructed. No. That's true. Eighty million is, is just proof of the blatant arrogance of what they've pulled off. Amazing. Well, here, I, I talked about early voting and why I thought that was a, you know, de facto form of uh, voter fraud. Let's talk about mail-in voting. And I don't, there's another thing I don't hear people talk about. The people who, get, who rally against mail-in voting, they make some good points. And they talk about all these other reasons why, why we shouldn't do it. But they don't talk about Big Mama. Patrick, why don't they talk about Big Mama? So you're trying to tell me you don't believe you got a multi-generational household and Big Mama's a vote straight blue all the time, or red for that matter. And she's not going to tell her deadbeat son who's standing in the house, take that ballot, 
fill it out. I want to see you fill it out. Now, now mail it in. Isn't that fraud? I'm telling you who to vote for, and I'm standing over yeah. you while you do it, yeah. and then I mail it in. Big Baba disenfranchised little JoJo. That's what I'm saying. Stop. And you're going to tell That's me that exactly this can't happen? But how do you prove that? It's in his writing. It's his signature. You're never going to prove it. Well, and if he yes, doesn't, he if he's not the one complaining about it or filing some sort of uh, grievance, right. Right. It, it's not a violation of election law, probably. I know, but but, but Patrick it's, is frustrated and, and he it's said cheating, it's not but fair. It's not but at some point, legal. Trump's going to have to win, an elect, win one of these lawsuits, and I don't see it possible, depending on which flavor of the fraud they did, that right, I don't see right. it happening, well, did, right? How are you going to prove they it? Did, so you guys were speaking earlier about the... Types of fraud. You had ballot yeah. harvesting, dead people voting, people voting multiple times. What you just said about Big Mama right. telling Little Son to stuff in the ballots, the throwing glitch, away ballots, computer glitch voting. You had or you just know, discouraging um, people from voting by telling them that it's unsafe or that equipment doesn't work or whatever. Right. There's a lot of yeah. And how about this? You got local postmasters, uh, U.S. Postal Service areas uh, offices that have now been proven to backdate their stuff to eleven three. We've got that on all over the place now. So how about, wasn't it an actual accusation that in some states, because every state's very, I have to keep saying that, but in right. some states, if your mail-in ballot is wrong, it gets disqualified, right? And in some states, though, you're supposed to, you, you, you can't contact them and tell them that you just throw the ballot out. But, but depending on who they voted for, it's been accused that they were contacting the people, telling them your, your, voter, your uh, ballot has been uh, disqualified, submit another one, or make sure you come on election yeah. date and vote. Yeah, if it's being qualif- and, disqualified and, and because little, it's late, yeah. filing it even later shouldn't help you <laughs> yeah well, just my, you know what? Just my crazy so, opinion and you know up and down on my uh, social media timeline you know i have a majority of my um you know people that i interact with on facebook that are from the chicagoland area and the, these people the most are the ones that are are um really um amazing me the most they they are the ones that really tickle my fancy because the people from chicago who are excitedly uh dancing in the streets about the results are the ones the most telling me that the fraud is a, is a hoax like there's no fraud and the people from chicago charles you know should know about fraud the most they, they, they chicago know. is riddled with the history of fraudulent elections right, yeah. right. It's, it's an, like like Macbeth said earlier it's a national joke everybody knows yes. illinois and especially cook county it's really the only reason a lot of people know the name cook county other than the blues brothers right right because they say crook county absolutely yeah. they say crook county even people I from mean, new jersey the, talk about that yeah the most, the former most recent mayor, who I yeah, affectionately refer to as MRE, he was a fraudulent candidate. He won. People cheered. I mean, so we all know about fraud. This is so clearly a fraudulent thing, and the media here, uh, you know, uh, with the with their entitlement and their you know premise of credibility when we know that they have been knocked down as fake news and not credible over the last five years they're standing this up like joe biden is the president-elect let's move on and i just i am beside myself not because i am for or against trump anyone any american should not support what's going on right now and that's why i hope donald trump pursues every legal avenue available to him. He doesn't owe the media or the public anything right now in terms of evidence. He owes that to the judge. Yeah, and he's got some times and some days. I I just want to caution people that 
I don't think he's got a shot, but it doesn't mean you get nothing from it. I mean, we should talk about takeaways going forward. Stick around if you want, Patrick. But um, I do want to say this in a Senate or a House race, too. Right, right. But that's true, too. But then I also want to say this. It will make a difference. I'm saying it won't make a difference in him winning, but I will say this. And and most of my my friends who are Trump supporters, they can't take solace in that, and they're so upset. I said, but look, it might turn a state or two, but it's not. But I, yeah, right. I've done the and math I, on it. I just don't see how. No, nope. but but here's the thing. Even if he doesn't win at one state, the one thing I'm hoping to get out of it is to prove, find some proof, solid proof of fraud. So then they one, the left can't say it doesn't exist anymore fraud. because they, they'll be too busy being right. excited. Like, yay, he only got five thousand. He's seven. He still loses. Like, that's fine. But when we come back later and fight for voter ID laws and changing the laws in these states to make it harder to cheat, you can't say, right. well, why are you wasting your energy on that? It's fake news. It doesn't exist. So that's what I they hope have comes to support from it. it. Then they'll have to support it. Then, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know about yeah. that. No, I, I've, I've no, seen I mean, they, quite a bit of intellectual dishonesty here, and and I really yeah. don't think they're going to stop at this point. It's just that no, we'll no, just keep shifting with the right. winds, like Biden. Yeah, but 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 but, I, I just, but it's different though because if they have a recount or if they if they make a lawsuit about one of these types of fraud and they prove it, but they don't win the state anyway. They can't just ignore it because there's a lawsuit. Oh, what, your Republican recount with your right-wing courts and your right-wing <laughs> numbers? Yeah, Dude, I'm telling you, zealots and tribalists will just simply do whatever is most convenient for you. It's called cognitive you're dissonance. such a cynic that you don't think Stephen Colbert... Patrick and I were talking that, about that on hold, actually. You don't think Stephen, mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert and Trevor Noah will be, won't, will be on TV saying, well, they were right, there's fraud, I'm sorry I was wrong, let's fix it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm way out on a limb saying that they won't be out there calling it out. Patrick, right. do you want to stay and talk about takeaways from the electric? Yes! <laughs> do you stick with Yay! Us? <laughs> you stick with us yes, as well, we so you can, can stay yes, with Patrick and I to discuss the election. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. What's going on now is the single greatest scam in the history of American politics. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And I want to get away from fraud and talk about, uh, or allegations of, and talk about some takeaways from the election. Still here with Patrick Brutus, the frustrated Democrat. But before we get to that, I, I told you, had no remote, CNN's on, don't know how to change it. And, and they kind of shift for a second from the election. And they went back to their other only topic that they talk about, the uh, coronavirus. COVID, COVID, and it's COVID, interesting. COVID. Yeah, but it's interesting, though. What's interesting, it's so funny, because this will show you the euphoria, because I don't know how many of you know this, but uh, for Five straight days, every day since the election, there's been more than 100,000 people confirmed uh, with the coronavirus every day. Four days were the most consecutive, most days since we found out about the virus, and the next day would be higher. So you talk about a half a million people in the last five days. You know, coronavirus is their, you know, the biggest fear. Yet they and their acolytes are... Roaming the streets like maskless miscreants, dry humping each other, and uh, we're supposed to act like that's cool. There's no talk of 
There's no talk of super spreader or anything. Everything's just no. A-okay. You know what, gentlemen? It smells like herd immunity to me. <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, that's, that's, well, here's the thing. So this, this goes into the narrative, right? And I think it's a legitimate um, thing to question the narrative. Where you had, you know, 20,000, 30,000 people attending Trump rallies and people had masks and some people did not have masks. And media said, these people are not wearing masks. Super spreader, super spreader. And then the left does something very comparable. They rally in the streets. They attend, you know, women's marches. They cheer Joe Biden uh, winning, you know, quote unquote, winning a election. And they, they break into high end stores. <laughs> right. And, and or, you know, peaceful protests that end up with damaged goods all over the street. Um, Hold on. I got to I got to say, Charles, I don't appreciate events. that comment. OK, no one has gotten covid from breaking into a high high end store. OK, I'm just saying no, but no one has contracted covid <laughs> because they were inside a Gucci store. Um, they've committed felonies, but not not that's 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 not <laughs> how COVID is spread. I, I think you should go to the CDC website and uh, right, right, right. and but learn how voting is safe and being at a restaurant. <laughs> right, is not. exactly. Right, but the co- the coverage is not the same. No one is talking about the COVID angle to these protests or these uh, demonstrations for Joe Biden. You know, um, they're saying this is great. Look at America. We're finally happy. Blah, blah, blah. Notre Dame football last night. They charged the field. Yay. Right. I mean, like, this is ridiculous. I think you're making Only that Republicans up. can get coronavirus. Everybody um, knows that. So back to the election. I'm, I'm looking at the right. results as they come in. And I started off. I was like, this is going to be good regardless of who, who wins. I'm thinking now I haven't completely backed off of that because the crazy is so intense because everyone's so emotional. I'm hoping after a couple of weeks and people calm down, I don't see it's that likely, but the reason let's look at the numbers. The reason I thought that, you know, maybe this could be good. is because keep in mind, Trump did do that well with minorities the first time. They spent four years calling him a racist and Hitler. And then the election came Regardless of who won, even with alleged uh, fraud, his numbers went up in every category that he was supposed to lose. Everybody's talking about his non-white vote going up, you know, Hispanic, black, whatever. But you got to look at the numbers. There's a, a, a piece by Andrew Sullivan, and he's a super, super never-Trumper. And even in his mm-hmm. article, after spending two weeks beating up on Trump and calling him every negative name he could, he went into the numbers that I noticed. It's like not only that, but he went up in college-educated people. Remember, it was this dumb, uneducated whites voting for him. He went up with women, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So what I took from this was like, you know, maybe this would be a wake-up uh, oh, so, As I say it, it makes me laugh. Maybe this would be a wake-up call for both parties because as the Democrats, you know, improve their 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 um, their stake in Texas and Georgia and places that are generally red, they'll say, hey, if we go down there and we do the right thing, we can probably win some people over, which would call the, cause the Republicans to have to find new ways to fight and stand on their policies. The Republicans will say, hey, nobody liked Trump and he's still got these, you know, historic numbers in, in the minority com- community. So maybe we should try that. From the day I moved in Chicago, I found the, the GOP and I was like, dude, we're people like anybody else. You should just go and explain your policies and ask for the vote and some people will vote for you. Will it be 90 percent or 80 or 70? No. But if you've been getting five and you get 13, that's a big jump. Yeah, six but, is no, better than five. Yeah, they're like, they didn't have time to do that. And I'm like, this will prove that it can be done. 
Charles, this is what the president should do starting like eight, eight, eight. Right uh, after he loses, he realizes he lost. 25 minutes ago. This is what he should do. He should immediately start to roll out his second term agenda and do everything that he can do right now via executive order and claim a mandate from the improvement in those demographics to now put out an agenda for the LGBT community, yeah. the black community, the Latino right. community, and start doing things right now, whatever he can do, because it's, it's and then, and, and, and the beauty theory. of that, it did, he's got to make, make Biden say, reverse it. Right. And then make Biden shut those down. Right. Right. Executive so order. All black people get a thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> you know, in the event that he gets, you know, uh, you know, upheld as a loser, then he should roll this out right now. Just start tomorrow. Boom. Hit the streets and start Mo- rolling out his second agenda. Well, what what the election takes takeaways uh, with Patrick. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560. The answer. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here with Patrick Brutus, the frustrated Democrat. Before we left, I was talking about um, an article that I saw by Andrew Sullivan, and I really encourage you to read it. It's, it's crazy. It's really two articles in one because he starts off with his Trump hatred, and it's deep. It's deep. Like any of the people you saw screaming at the moon, that's how Andrew feels about Trump. But then on the back end, he gets kind of salient, and he re- and he gives you these numbers on how Trumpism is still here to stay because of these good things that came out of him, right? And Patrick, you mentioned the landslide of Reagan, Bush's second term, Obama's second term, and things of that nature. And there's this one stat he put in here that's interesting, which goes to my earlier comment of people voting against Trump because of Trump hatred and not policies or who they like. So Reagan won in a landslide his second term. And, you know, that popular question he's talking about, the are you better off than you were four years right. ago? Uh, 44% of the people said yes when Reagan won in a landslide. Same question when George Bush ran the second time. 47% of the people said yes. When the great Obama ran the second time, 45% said I'm better off than I was four years ago. Either of you, I'm assuming you haven't read this article, want to guess what the Trump percentage was? I thought it was over 50. Wasn't it 53%? 56%. Yeah. That's an all-time record. 56% of people said, my life is better than it's been, but I wanted to change. I'd rather be homeless than to have this mean guy as president. And, Charles, remember, in that poll of 56% responding yes, you have to presume that there were minorities in the sampling, right? And Trump haters. So so they drove the numbers down. Right. And this is, remember, this is the person who you heard about on a steady MP3 player beat, drum beat for five years, that this is the most hated person since he came down the escalator, right? He is the racist, misogynist, xenophobic, uh, woman hater. He's everything that you would find on the bottom of your shoe after walking through, a, you know, sludge-filled sewer. And 56% said yes. He improved with all those demographics, and he got 71 million votes. And a, a lot of those votes still were, you know, people that flipped over from Democrats to Republicans. You have not heard 
of Republicans switching to vote Democratic. So, well, here's I mean, the other this thing is an too. amazing outcome. Well, when I talk about the takeaways, the one thing I felt good about is that it was close. I remember I always said it was going to be close. Nobody thought it was going to be close. And it being close so is I will a good give thing. You that. I, will, I will concede that you were right, and I tip my cap to you, sir. You but, were but right. He, but here's the important piece, though. Based on Trump's the way he talks and the way he acts and all the media and the celebrities and all the money people spent in the Lincoln Project, Andrew Sullivan's right about this. He, he, he was annoying me before, the, but, but the, the last couple things were right. He said, all that considered, Trump should have lost by 20. But he yeah. didn't. Yeah. And, his, and, and his point, you know what I'm always talking about, the culture, Macbeth. He said the reason Trump didn't win, by, didn't lose by 20 is because America as a whole collectively pushed back against wokeism. Yes, I, I would wholeheartedly agree with you. He's like, I hate Trump, but I don't want that whole, you know, cr- critical race theory. I don't want this. I don't want, you know. California voted down an initiative to make everything race-based again. Bring that back. You know, Illifornia voted down the... the, That's what I call you people, by the way. You're Illifornia now. Uh, Voted down the graduated tax, right? So there's some things there to like, but then I see what happens and I get, you know, kind of disheartened. You know, I don't know if you've seen this, but like Van Jones... No, I won't even say Van Jones. uh, Charles Blow from the New York Times and the moron who founded the 1619 Project. Did you see what they've been saying? She tweeted out that to the question of minorities voting even more for Trump than before. Well, everybody white supremacists ain't white. That's the best you got? Charles yeah, Bro yeah. is Charles virtually Bulls in is, tears yeah. talking about virtually in tears talking about that that Trump got that many black men to vote for him. Is he's 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 embarrassed and hurt. He's physically hurt by it because you know one in five black men voted for Trump this time. Where yeah, are the Republicans? What are they going to do a about long that? Side well, you know, and this I mean, fight, and this, but this fight. Said- but this fight is going to keep them from going back. Even the black guy who's not a Republican, you know, like, like, um, who, who am I thinking of? Like, you know, you know, uh, like Patrick we, Brutus. <laughs> there you go. All the people who, who are, aren't Republicans, they, they, they're just like, you know, I voted for Trump because it's better than that. But I'm not going back there. To, I'm not. Don't call me a Republican. But now they don't have a place to go. A lot of them would have just gone back to Democrat to the Democrat Party and fought to save it. But these people are crazy now. You got Kamala. Did you see her press conference? Right out the bat, they're off the, off their mark. She says she's bragging about being the first black the first Indian, the first mixed race, and the first v- female yep. VP. All of them? All of them are you? And then she said, with the, yeah, with exactly. a, and my husband, wait, wait, then she said, and my husband's a Jew, so now we just, we just got it all going on. And people are like, yay! So that's the first thing look, you want to say when you step up to the podium? Look, Charles, I have been saying for months that the left is in the business of trying to create memes and memes can't win. And all they've done with Kamala is they've made her a meme. Now there's this picture of her walking with a shadow of a little black girl. And I say, stop it, because this is the same woman who called Joe a racist for putting that little black girl who she said she was on a bus. And now she's standing by silently next to him, supporting this person who she claims is a racist. And her own record is not great. Don't work. I mean, it's not great. You know, these memes, you can't win with memes. Yeah. There's and, no and, substance to these people. And the election, if nothing else, taught us that they don't want that. They don't want Trump, but they don't want that. So with Trump gone, all the focus goes to the, the race and the identity politics, and that's a right. losing argument. We'll be back shortly. The Liberty Hour. Stick with us. 
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. I kind of want to uh, end the show with you, Patrick Brutus here, the frustrated Democrat, telling me what you think a Biden presidency will bring us. But before that, I got to tell you, they say you never should read your own press. This is for me and uh, you, Macbeth. Uh, Patrick posted that he was going to be on the show. And I was reading and one of his friends, Betsy Green. Hey, Betsy, you didn't know I was going to mention you. Said that. uh, Hey, Betsy. She said. Patrick, you were very rational on the radio show tonight. Not so sure about those other two. I'll take that as a compliment, personally. <laughs> so you know I must be failing when the, when, when the frustrated Democrat is more rational than I am, the guy who lives on uh, context and logic. But, you know, I'll try harder next time, Betsy. Keep listening. So tell me what the uh, Biden presidency will bring us. Okay, so I'll, I'll be quick because I know we're on the wrap up. Huh. It's number one going going to bring market instability in the short term. Don't know how no. long that short term will last. I disagree. That's number one. I'm on record. I That's disagree. Number one. Uh huh. Number two, they're not going to race off. Number two, it's going to bring continuing of the current you know policy on Corona lockdowns and sheltering yes. in and business is yes. going to continue to slide negatively. Yes. So that's going to happen. And the third thing, the third thing here is I think we're going to have a a rotation in the Middle East policy reset where Trump was really isolating Iran and Syria with everybody else coming to agreements for peace and, you know, working together. I think that's going to be um, disturbed. I'll call it that way. So I think we're going to see like a reset in the Middle East. And that is going to bring Russia back into the fold. And so I think those three things are going to uh, really impact where we go in the next two to three years. So right. look out I for like that. that. I, I think it's uh, even worse than that because you, the, all those may be the case. I kind of disagree with you on this, uh, instability. I don't think we're going to get the highs we would have got, gotten with Trump, but because Trump was so erratic, we got the ebbs and flows. I think it's going to be the the, 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 the high will be lower, but we'll, we'll, we'll kind of hum along in the middle somewhere from that standpoint. Yeah. That may be one of the few things that won't be too crazy. Everything else is pretty much shot. You, you forgetting about, if yeah. I remember last week, I said if I was a one issue voter, I'd vote for Trump because I hate critical race theory. Guess what's coming back? Right. Identity politics. Who cares, what, who cares yeah. what California just voted for? We got Kamala. So that's what we're going to get. We're going to get. We're going to get. That was him, Charles. We're going to get him to. I'm say. We're going to get him tipping his hat to, to, to China. Well, you two okay? We're going to give. We're going to get. We're going to get some. Uh, we're going to kind of acquiesce to demands from China. You know, no more China. No more. They're going to do what we need to do. It's going to be whatever you want. We need you to come on the board. Yeah, you know, the lockdowns yeah. are going to be an issue. Um, taxes are going to go up. I don't know how you miss that. You know, the tax cuts well, for the rich are going to be. Well, wait, 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 wait. The tax cuts for the rich are going to be repealed, which weren't for the rich, because even the New York Times admitted that 87 percent of the people got a tax cut. That gone. Well, well, remember, Charles, that has to go through the Congress and if the Republicans control the Senate. We'll see what happens. But real quick. If the market and these are indicators, okay, they're not you know facts or anything. But if the dollar doesn't get past thirty thousand under Joe Biden in the next three years, that's market instability. 
and the price of oil could go up due to his policy that he's going to have on banning fracking and, and really slowing down our American production of oil. So you might see oil prices go back He's up. not going to ban fracking, but he's not going to do the fracking well, thing. But that's a policy decision that he can do from the executive branch without Yeah, but Congress. he's not going to so do it. That was, just, that was just something he was saying to kind of, you know, I haven't thrown the hands up I don't know about that. The Obama administration did a similar thing with offshore drilling that led to the BP Horizon thing. I I don't think they really consider all of the consequences before they enact policy. It's all uh, well, right, that's but, true. But consider how he's going to get pushed by the wacky right. That's the bigger thing. If, that, there's the key. If, how if, far he'll right. be pushed by the far left? You can't trust Antifa. You can't trust your own army. That yeah. Antifa was the uh, that was the Trojan horse of all lefty politics. And don't forget They're the other part. BLM is Blantifa. Thanks, Patrick, Blantifa. for closing out yep. the show with your. Uh, um, your predictions for the Biden presidency that you all say aren't ha- isn't happening yet, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, you're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.